Hey guys, Tyler here. So I'm trying to be really quiet so she can't hear me, but this is what happens when you let your girlfriend and her friend, best friend fuck around with your microphone when you're not around. So it's payback. You get to listen to this. That smells like poop, kind of. What up? <laughs> this is Kimberly. I'm coming from the, the blonde nerd yeah. gaming. You know, I got some blue in my ear now. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but anyways, that, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, pork chops. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, Mario. Mario. Mario game. It's pimping. I played it a couple times. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. I, uh, I won. Speaking of, he, uh, he, hi, Kim, can you introduce me? This is uh, my friend, best, Courtney. She likes it up the butt. <laughs> I do. In fact, you know, I do. <laughs> this kind of smells that, like poop. It does. Well, funny story. <laughs> One time, we had a little too much fun. At band camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, actually. Okay. We're she, not going to bring that up. She blew on my flute. <laughs> All right. So, more of the story. <laughs> It blew on my flute and it whistled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's white stuff there coming out. So, <laughs> we're going to be eating pork chops here in a little bit. And uh, stay tuned because I it's... Got a, I got a disease. It's, it's fuck. My I life. got a powder coming out my coochie. <laughs> it's like you blew on it. Poof, there it went. <laughs> Don't be poofing. Don't be poofing and... In in the the <laughs> it reminds me of my college days. <laughs> this is great. Segregated <laughs> rooms for a while. <laughs> Drunk girls gone wild. That has really hey, funky dried girls. out nipples. <laughs> two girls, one straw. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was one girl or two girls, one cup. <laughs> My husband said that there's a one, Cut. there's a cup and Cut. one guy. Cut. One guy, one guy, two cups. Or one, one hey, guy. Thank you cups. for tuning in to uh, Kim and Courtney. Get on that dough. We gotta make this dough. So hit us up. Two girls, <laughs> two girls, one straw, and take. And and a redhead with pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into that, baby, if you want some of that red hair. She will tonight. <laughs> yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 316 of the Drug Testers Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. I am doing freaking fantastic right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It's like, just happened for the past few weeks and just doing like a couple different things gaming related and try to re redo a little bit of scheduling stuff for my life and stuff. It's been actually pretty interesting and pretty relaxing to some extent. But uh, mostly I've been working and gaming when I can. So how have you been doing, Tyler? <sighs> That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I have had the exact opposite of those the last few weeks. Um, the reason we were recorded has been my fault. Uh, just been insanely busy. Uh, so starting off, um, I moved. Um, so we, uh, 
I, I told you guys the last episode recorded 16 years ago uh, that I started dating a girl. Um, and we ended up moving in together now. So now we live together. So that's the thing that happened. Yep. Um, we now live into live in an apartment. We just moved in this past weekend. Nice. Finally have finally have internet. So that's that's amazing. Yay. Um, yep. Yeah, so it's nice. I got all my stuff and my dog in the same place with her. So it's it's, it's doing really well. And plus we have her dog, a puppy. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been an incredibly uh, stressful few weeks of. Oh, I bet. Um, trying to find a place before um, before before April started. Uh, and getting it all set up and moving, packing and moving all within like a week and a half <laughs> of all of this. And then um, the whole moving process in itself <laughs> of just getting time off work and then uh, just getting people to help us when they could. Um, I bought a couch for the first time ever. You bought a couch. I bought a couch. Uh, so we, we bought a sectional. And we're like, oh, man, it's perfect. It was, it was a good price, whatever, blah, blah. Um, so we went there, didn't realize there was an option for, uh, like, they can bring it in for you and put it together and everything oh, for no. you. Oh, no. So I got the, the, the guys like, yeah, they just they don't, they don't just drop it off for you. I'm like, oh, perfect. That's fine. Whatever. We can, we can get in there. Didn't realize the doorways in this place are, like, half the size of regular doorways. <laughs> um, so me and uh, Courtney, uh, my girlfriend, uh, who is 100 pounds soaking wet, 80, 80% of that weight is in her ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're trying. Oh my god! We're trying to. I hope she doesn't hear she that. that. I hope she's in the other. She's in the other room right now. I hope she didn't hear that. She hasn't yelled at me yet, so I think we're in the we're in the clear. Um, she's watching intervention, so I think we're okay. Um, but uh, we're trying to push this thing through the door. It was so big, the sectional, the two piece sectional, that it got wedged into the door, so it got stuck in the door. Oh no! Um, but uh, able to get it out. I had to call the guy to come back to pick it up. Um, so we moved in Friday. This happened on Saturday. Um, so then we went Sunday to back to homemakers after we spent four hours the first time looking for furniture, um, and went there, spent another two hours and, uh, pick something else out. Now we have to wait until the 11th. So next Thursday, it's a Wednesday night, by the way, guys, um, to get furniture. So, um, it's been pretty crazy. I have internet, which is amazing. That's probably my favorite thing so far. Uh, about all this is uh, having high speed internet uh, once again, uh, so that's been that's nice. That's how obviously we're recording the show right now, but uh, no, it's been it's been a fun, stressful, uh, very very stressful few weeks, um, but uh, no, it's great. It's been it's 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 a lot of fun having um, her around all the time instead of me uh, run work going to work, going home, going to my parents' place, going to her place. And vice versa, all over the last couple months. So, uh, it makes life a lot easier. Um, I've had time to game again, so that's fun. I played a few hours of video games, so uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, huh, it's been it's been, the last few days have been nice. I had to go back to work today though, so that was really depressing. Uh-huh. I had a five day weekend, but it was it wasn't like a relaxing five day weekend. It was uh, moving shit. I um <laughs> I we got a, we got like a these like glass stands for our tables. Yeah. Um, and I very nearly th- chucked them through the window already. <laughs> um, uh, I have learned, uh, over the last week or so that I am not a handyman uh, at all. <laughs> Even following instructions. Can't do it. Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. 
So when we went back to Homemakers on Sunday because we bought the stands there, I saw the like they have like the model ones there. I'm like, how the fuck did they do it? It doesn't make any sense. How? But uh, I don't know. It's been a yeah. It's been it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. But uh, it's it's fun. <sighs> but that's that's been my life for the last three weeks. So that's why we haven't recorded for the last couple. Um, but hopefully now with uh, things are settled in, um, other than we're sitting on. We literally are sitting on a uh, uh, a computer chair and my gaming chair right now for furniture. Um, and Friday night, our first night here, uh, it started downpouring, so we couldn't go finish. We couldn't finish moving. Oh, Bill Trent's here. There he is. <laughs> you know, everywhere I go, he follows me. The airplanes follow me. Um, we couldn't get our furniture, so we had to sleep on the floor uh, f- on Friday night here. And... Uh, we we didn't think to bring any like blankets or pillows. Oh my god! So we literally we had some clothes, so we used some hoodies as blankets. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So we really liked the carpet until we had to sleep on it. <laughs> we hate the carpet. So. Um, oh, this carpet seems yeah. really nice. It's like, oh, this is hard and lumpy. I hate it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a, a kind of like a shaggy carpet, which it feels great to stand on, but not to lay on. Your your hips uh, will hurt after a couple hours. Um, but yeah, that's that's been me. Um, nothing too too much else exciting, other than uh, my my life doing a complete one eighty over the last month. Oh no, um, shit, but, dude. Yeah, but all for good things, all good reasons, well, yeah, all good yeah. things happening. So, um, yeah, and it's it's great because now she cooks dinner every night, and it's amazing. Because uh, I can't cook uh, a goddamn thing in my for the save my life. Maybe some ramen if I had to. Uh, and she's actually good at it, so it's nice. It's great. Like, like I actually get home cooked meals um, <laughs> instead of frozen pizzas four days a week. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but anyways, uh, we're back. Uh, I don't want to say we're better than ever, but we're back. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we we we've missed a lot of stuff over the last few weeks, so we're we're gonna play some catch up here. Okay. Uh, I I kind of pick I pick kind of picked all the uh, biggest hits over the last uh, month or so. Uh, last like three whatever since we've been gone since you've been gone uh but anyways um so i thought i thought we started off with, with some of the news gables uh so the first thing up this is probably the biggest thing that happened is uh google is making their own gaming platform now uh google stadia i believe is what it's called um you know what i just realized gables what this is episode 316 yeah it's the stone cold steve awesome podcast <laughs> Uh, I, I just 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 kicked in right there. I don't know why. I just thought of that. But uh, anyways, Google Stadia, I believe is how you say it. Um, we were joking around that it was uh, Stadia. You call it the Arcadia. Uh, I, so I actually call it the Arcadia, so it's like it just kind of fit. This is the Google Stadia Arcadia, a mirror to the yeah. moon. <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, that they should just change the name to Stadia Arcadia, and I would buy this thing. I'd, I'd, go, I'd be a Google Stadia Arcadia fanboy for sure. <laughs> Name of the podcast, Stadia Arcadia. Type it in now before I forget. Stadia Arcadia. There we go. And copyright strikes. God damn. Yep, and we're getting shut off. Uh, can't go on YouTube now. Um, but they uh, they came out. They they now kind of leaked. People knew about it was coming for like a month, but it's been rumors for for a long time. Um, but it came out. They said first off that this thing is more powerful than the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X combined. Okay. Uh, there's like over 10, ten, uh, 10 teraflops, I guess. That's a big deal, apparently. There's a lot of flops. Um, 
there will be you can like you can watch like, YouTube videos or videos of games and then through through that somehow you click on it and within five seconds you can you can be playing that game. Okay. Um, you can play on any device, um, like a, like a phone or um, smart TVs, anything like that. Laptops. They said that you can even play on like old twenty year old laptops. Some of these games. Um, there's no hardware needed, so it's gonna be a streaming service completely. Uh, you you can buy a controller, but you can also use your own controller. But it sounds like it's better off you're gonna be using better off using their controller because they'll hook up directly to the to the uh, to their network. Um, they said that 20, if you, if you want to, uh, have good, you know, good, uh, solid connection, uh, 20 megabytes per second is what they recommend, especially if you want 60 frames per second, 1080p. Um, and for, um, if you want 4k with 60 frames per second, it's 30 megabytes per second. Um, yeah. And, uh, one, and there are a couple, another little nugget I thought was kind of cool is that you can actually queue up playing games with YouTubers. And, um, so like they have like, you can stream games on YouTube, uh, you can actually, there's gonna be a service there. So if you're playing, you're watching someone stream on YouTube, there's a way you can get into a queue and play games with them through there. Um, and we'll have more details around E3 time. So, uh, and it also it will launch in 2019. So Gables, where are you at on this, buddy? Are you, you think uh, you can foresee yourself when this thing comes out, checking it out? Honestly, probably not. Only because for one, my internet isn't to the point where I can actually get like thirty megabits per section to actually go through the actual four K gaming experience that they are continually touting for. I believe this concept is pretty cool in terms of that, but execution I kinda question because of the whole aspect of having so so many megabytes per second in order to fully stream these games to begin with and then going through the quality of uh going through the 4k stuff as well like i was just stating i'm not i'm not really too sure but i think i may on a good day get like maybe 15 to like say 20 megabytes per second in terms of my downloading speeds or even like connection speeds and stuff it's not much not not maybe not in com- combination with some other people that are still use will still using things like dial up or broadband or some stuff like that but in terms of game stuff like that i really don't need it honestly because at this moment in time if i really wanted to go and play something on my pc and stuff i could potentially power on steam you know turn on my steam app and stuff and then just download a game or something just play it that way without even regard to any regards to actually streaming through a connection but personally i kind of feel that the the concept is all right and stuff. I understand where Google's coming from, but I think the execution is going to be the main concern because I don't feel that a lot of the a lot of the uh, a lot of the demographic that they're aiming for is not going to have substantial networking speed in order to execute this properly. Now that may not be the case in say bigger cities that are more interconnected, like say a Seattle or maybe like a areas of the bay area and stuff for uh like san francisco and like silicon valley or even places like new york and the big cities quintessentially i feel would get the most boost and sort of a extreming experience from this but instead of like a rural place i say like uh maybe in some rural town in kansas or some rural town like say new hampshire or even like upwards and say where you're living at in iowa you know it's like i don't feel that this type of service is going to be more beneficial for people living up in the rural type of areas because it's just going to be sort of like it i would imagine that type of experience being similar to how 
when a network sing like a network say uh, signal tries to go through like a lot of various interferences through like walls or through microwaves or something, I think it's going to be like kind of stagnated to the extent where it's not going to be as readily enjoyable in terms of gameplay because of either lagging or like sort of like input delays, like certain streaming games have problems with before. But uh, in the most part, that's kind of like how I feel about the whole Google stuff as well. I hope that I'm wrong about this because I would love to see another viable gaming option in terms of streaming. Because even though technically we're not at that point where it's uh, an actual competent thing, I kind of like the idea of having the steps and having the different types of uh, ideas present itself. Especially with this coming landscape with the whole... You know, the whole streaming stuff for PlayStation Now, and then the streaming stuff through Xbox, like their Game Pass stuff. And But anyway, what do you think about this, Tyler? Um, I'm still kind of... Uh, I'm leaning towards... I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what this is, but I'm not, like... I'm in the middle as far as if I want to jump into this. Like, I feel like if this comes out and it's... A, a, like I'm looking at, is this like a, is this going to be a game store, kind of like a, like a, like a Steam or an Epic game store? Yeah. But you just stream everything, and you just buy a controller for it, and you just buy the games on there. Then I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to check this out and like pick up a couple of cheap games or whatever, and right. just try to see how it works. Uh, but as if this is going to be like a monthly service fee, like a like, a, like an Xbox Game Pass, um, I feel like this is definitely going to be a wait and see for me. Like yeah, I, here in in the morning, like where I live right now, like the internet we just got, uh, it's it's a hundred megabytes per second, so. We can definitely do it. Uh, it's not like all the time guaranteed. Like that's the top speed you can get. But most of the time you're getting like 60, 70. Right. Um, so definitely doable. Um, but yeah, like you said, like a lot of places, uh, especially here in the United States, don't get, don't have that option. Um, but I heard people that were playing it like on you know, the, when they were when they doing the test. They did the testing uh, last year with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. People were playing with 10, 15 megabytes per second and it ran perfectly fine. Huh. It's just not, it's not going to be top-notch you know like you're probably you're better off playing on like a ps4 pro or xbox one x yeah it kind of sounds like sort of an experience where if uh, you're playing a game on steam and stuff and uh, it it has it on the regular settings but you have to set on the lowest settings possible in order to play it that kind of sounds like the exact same thing as playing something like assassin's creed odyssey through arcadia well stadia (laughs) (laughs) Stadia. (laughs) (laughs) see i've done it again where you play through stadia and stuff and it's like maybe a minimal kind of quality experience in terms of 15 megabytes per second and stuff as opposed to what you were just saying before for playing it on playstation pro or the xbox one x yeah so i i don't know i i I definitely want to it's definitely a wait and see thing like we're gonna i think we're gonna hear more at e3 or at least it said sometime in the summer but Mm. people are presuming assuming it's gonna be e3 um which i hope it is for that too because uh, it needs a little more pizzazz right now, um, but I don't know. I, I'm definitely in that wait and see approach because it, it could be. I think this is like definitely the next step in gaming, um, and we've seen people like the Ouya and stuff like that. Not the Ouya. What was the fuck? What was that one console that was streaming only? Oh, a console um, that was probably. streaming only when? Let's see. It was like ten years. It was probably ten, twelve years ago. Oh um, my god, dude. I'm I'm just trying to think. It was streaming only. I know. I know that's the one like odd console I'm thinking of is the Ouya, but that thing was discontinued like over the past yeah. couple of years and stuff. Yeah, but anyways, that that console was like everybody. I mean, it was a cool piece of tech, but it was definitely years ahead of its time. Yeah, um, and a lot of people have thought for years like after the PS5 and Xbox Two, whatever it's gonna be called, 
like those are gonna be like the last home consoles and after that's just streaming which i think uh you know we were talking about before the show about how we've gone pretty much digital with our gaming mm-hmm. um we are definitely leaning more towards that and be, i think a lot of people are becoming more okay with that uh as we go along and be more accepting of it i mean when we first started the show i was totally against it now it's like the idea of buying a physical copy of a game just sounds awful for me i don't want to give i know for me it's sort of like 50 50 where if i find a cheaper price or something of a game on psn i will get it download it yeah but in terms of retail if i find a better deal that way i'll more than likely go through and buy it itself but in a way i kind of look at it this way where it's kind of split in half between my actual retail and my actual PSN stuff in terms of what I want to do. Because for games that I want to buy physical, that I know I want in a physical form, I get them. But everything else that I would think that I would possibly like trade in on a whim or whatever the heck, I would buy digitally for a cheap price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've definitely gone more like uh, um, 80-20. Uh probably when it comes to buying games digitally when they come out and launch uh and then like yeah like you said like if whatever i find a deal at i um uh I'll, you know I'll, I'll go there i'll pick out the cheapest option right for a game i'm not like i didn't pick it right away but um yeah i don't know i think I, I, this is the future to me and maybe this the stadia arcadia thing could be um uh, too soon yeah but um I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see kind of what it, what it can do. I kind of feel it's like yeah. five years too soon, personally. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I guess it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. If anybody can do it, it's Google. Yeah. Or Amazon and Google are the two that can do it. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. But like I said, wait and see. When we hear more in a few months, uh, I think it'd be like more, it'd be easier to talk about. Um, but moving on to something that just happened, I believe just yesterday. Um, as of this recording, but um, Best Buy accidentally put up um, potentially some leaks for upcoming Switch games, mm. including Persona Five. Juicy, juicy rumors. Mm-hmm. So Persona Five, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and Link to the Past for the Switch. Mm. Interesting. So, I, I feel like if the first two came out, like it was just the first two games, Metroid Prime and Persona Five, like okay, yeah, that obviously that's happening. It's the link to the past part that throws me off. <laughs> You're not the only one. Like, is this going to be... Is are they doing, like, a Link's Awakening thing for Link to the Past? Which I doubt they're going to do. At least or that they are. Like, they're not going to announce it anytime soon with Link's Awakening coming out later this year. Um, I don't know. What, 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 do you, what do you think about this? What's the most interesting part about that is you would think, like, on first glance at this little listings that they may have, like, accidentally typed something in and it meant Link's Awakening. But no, that's a different skew in its entirety on that Best yeah, Buy Yeah, that's already... Page. Link's Awakening is already up there, yeah. But what's more interesting about this in general is the last time we had something similar to a major leak from a retailer, it was Walmart of Canada right before E3 last year. Yep. And people were very unsure about it because of some of the games that were listed. Predominantly Rage 2, which mm-hmm. when after it was re- like leaked on that Walmart of Canada, Bethesda came out on their Twitter page and announced, oh yeah, yeah, Rage 2 is a thing, we'll have more at E3. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me, in the least, that Persona 5, it's one of the worst kept secrets right now in terms of rumors for the Switch, you know, coming out to Switch. 
As a matter of fact, it's being largely hinted that that could potentially be the game that they are advertising for, like, Persona 5S or, like, Persona 5R or whatever the heck. Potential. Well, actually, Persona 5R, I'm thinking it's more like DLC. But that's just speculation by me at this point. Nothing really concrete. But, uh... Basically, later on in the month of April, Atlas is supposed to be revealing some more, like, information about Persona 5. Which, from this rumor right here, that just released, like, about a, like a day or so ago here on Best Buy's listing, could potentially be the Switch version of Persona 5. It makes a ton of sense, because almost every single character on that roster has had some sort of game in the past, or currently in development, or in the present... On a Nintendo platform. Even Cloud with the release of Final Fantasy VII on the Switch. Just uh, last week. So it isn't out of the realm of possibility that that game, Persona 5, is going to appear in some form on the Switch itself. Now what's another thing that's kind of kind of like a uh, rumor that's been tossed around is the whole Metroid Prime trilogy. Now back when... Nintendo went out and put out that release that surprised everyone, saying that they had scrapped a lot of the previous project of Metroid Prime 4, and they had to basically restart it from scratch. There was rumors around that same time that they were going to release information in regards to a Metroid Prime trilogy on the Switch. So, that in and of itself is kind of telling in a way where if everything had gone on according to plan, we could have gotten, like, a release or even, like, a announcement earlier in terms of Metroid Prime. Because from the rumor was stating that you could find online, like, through various means and stuff, they had already completed, like, something like Metroid Prime Trilogy in its, like, actual Switch form. They just haven't gone through and just flat-out released it. They're just sitting on it, apparently. But, uh... Yeah, what's kind of odd about this whole thing is like what you were saying about A Link to the Past. I know that there was a couple of rumors being tossed around. I think it was as late as last week in regards to possibly another Zelda game being in development. Right after Link's Awakening. Yeah, it makes sense. But uh, A Link to the Past. A Link to the Past, man. That would be, well, in and of itself, it would be amazing if that game was remastered and ported, you know, not ported, actually a full-on remaster and then possibly in the same way that Link's Awakening is getting that treatment and stuff for this year. We could be possibly, Tyler, seeing a E3 sort of pre-leak a couple months in advance. Because maybe this is the game they're going to be announcing next year in part of a new Zelda game for 2020. I can't really confirm that and stuff, but that's what kind of like what I'm suspecting. Because it's going to be a hell of a long time before they go forth and put on a new entry into the Zelda game franchise after Breath of the Wild. I mean, that game took a hell of a long time. Not only to develop, but also it crossed consoles between Wii U and Switch. Kind of like how Twilight Princess did between GameCube and Wii. So to go forth and actually have another kind of like a remaster sort of effort is not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, look at the example with Ocarina of Time 3D and Majora's Mask 3D for the 3DS respectively. 
that wasn't too far from each other. It was paced in between with, uh, I think, uh, A Link Between Worlds. I think it was. Yeah. None of them. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's what it was. So, I personally think this leak has some legitimacy. Because there are various rumors that have been supporting all three of these games over the past couple months. And I kind of feel this, this Best Buy is sort of similar to how the Walmart of Canada stuff leaked and hardly anybody kind of pieced together or actually believed some of the contents because of a few oddball games that threw people off. The same thing with what Best Buy has just done. I personally believe this is a, an actual real leak. And we are going to hear about possibly about this information fairly soon. Maybe as late as maybe this month. Maybe as early as this month. Month. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much what I kind of feel about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm with you on the first two. I feel like the the first two are pretty much a shoe in. It's a link to the past thing, like I said. Like, would it, would it shock me that it gets a remake or a remaster or whatever? Uh, no. But I feel like I don't see them revealing it anytime soon with Link's Awakening, at least like a year later, like 2020, 2021 uh, time frame, um, which I would, would I'd be cool with if they announced it, but uh, I, I, I just don't, I don't see it, uh, especially because Link to the Past is such an iconic game, uh, considered one of the greatest games of all time, and Link's Awakening is kind of like the forgotten Zelda game um, in in the franchise. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I mean, like you were talking about with Persona 5, like there's that rumor with Persona 5S being announced at the end of the month, that uh, that that's actually just going to be a fighting game, and they're going to have like that's how Joker's going to be on the Switch. Is it's going to be the Persona 5 fighting game is going to be on the Switch as well. Huh. So, um, I feel like there's going to be a Persona 5 game on the Switch. It might be a fighting game. It might not be the, the the regular Persona 5 game that everybody wants. But, right. Um, I don't know. I, 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 this one's a tough one. If it was, just, if you take off Link to the Past. I'd, I'd put a uh, hundred bucks down that this is real. Um, but it's that, that last one, it's curveball to me. Now, maybe it's, I don't know if there's an anniversary coming up for that game or not, but um, I don't think there is, but I don't know. I, I, if I had a lean, I'd say, yes, it's real. Um, but we'll, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but moving on to uh, the game that was just announced last week, or actually earlier this week, Borderlands 3. Um, was finally revealed a uh, game that everybody knew has been in development for a few years now. Uh, not only was it finally revealed, today we finally got a release date of September 13th. And um, I don't know about you, Gables, but um, I was just ready for this game to be announced at this point. And, <laughs> but going into it, I was just like, I was thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, man, like, Borderlands, I haven't played, I mean, I played Borderlands 2 in the last couple of years, but it's like, there's been a new Borderlands in seven years. Like, I feel like the game's probably been... We passed that game by. There's, I'm not really interested in it. And then we watched the trailer. And then the new trailer dropped today. And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, yeah. I'm back in. I'm in. I'm in. I want to play it. Like, I just... I forgot all of the fun that is Borderlands. And, like, that, like the hype video that they created. Oh, yeah. Like, I am 100% want to play that game again. What about you, Gables? I'll tell you what, man. In terms of seeing all these Battle Royale games being released on the content like in the past couple of years, and then seeing the reveal of Warlands 3, not only just the theoretical trailer, but also the 
whole gameplay trailer today and stuff. It has definitely made me excited. It definitely feels like a fresh sort of experience in terms of it being just a breath of fresh air in between all these freaking Battle Royale stuff that the gaming industry has been going through with Fortnite and Apex Legends and stuff. And I'm just excited to play some new Borderlands stuff. I know I finished Borderlands 2 like roughly a couple of years ago, I want to say. But uh, I most recently bought the Handsome Collection, well, got the Handsome Collection again for the PS4 because I was so excited about the uh, reveal of Borderlands 3. And potentially I could be going through and uh, maybe sooner or later getting the Borderlands Game of the Year edition on PS4 because... Mm. I absolutely just love that series. I got the platinum trophy on the PS3, and that's one of my best. That's one of my favorite platinum trophies because it's like I went through that game as Roland, my commando, went through a lot of the main mission stuff. I didn't finish all that DLC stuff back in the day. I remember the whole rigmarole of me getting my last trophy online through that Game Spy server before it closed down. And uh, basically some dude, some random person, basically just dropped a glitched gun and just told me to go ahead and take it. And I took it and I one-shotted the fucking, like, boss, like a Cromrex, like, co-op and stuff. And I got my last trophy and I'm like, that's how I got my platinum trophy. I'm like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. (laughs) It got one of the hardest trophies unlocked basically five minutes after that. But, uh, yeah, I love the content of the original Borderlands. Borderlands 2 is even better and even, like, improved upon a lot of the uh, nuisances of the first game. It definitely had a lot better variety of, like, character stuff through the Siren, through the Gunzerker, through the Stealth Assassin and stuff. And, yeah, you had your typical Commando stuff as well, but you also had the Psycho and, like, freaking the Mechromancer and stuff. Oh my gosh. And after seeing the uh, the four characters that were unveiled today, like, uh, sort of like, almost like, a, you have basically a dude that goes through and basically has robots fighting for him. And so, like, he's inside of a giant mech and he's just doing this and that. And just the character varieties and some of the individual personalities, as well as, like, references to past characters in the Borderlands series, it just made me felt all nostalgic and just really wanted to go and just play Borderlands 3. It's legitimately, I kid you not, this is legitimately one of the first game reveals in a long time where I felt so excited that I want to play that game day one. (laughs) (laughs) Very rare for me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm the same way. Like, I kind of got burnt out on Borderlands 2 after a little bit, but, uh. Oh, yeah. Seeing that video, man, I don't know. I, I definitely want to, I just at least want to ch- check it out, play it again. Because uh, those games are a blast. I know. A lot um, of people have been kind of criticizing it because they kind of felt it's more of the same of Borderlands 2. But at the same point, it's like, it's a new Borderlands. It's not that same style. And it's, and I, it's like I was saying before, it feels like a breath of fresh air in comparison to some other, like, freaking looter shooters and stuff that have came out since then, like Destiny, Destiny 2, and, like, freaking this and that, where I just want to just basically have some fun with a couple friends and stuff and just, you know, not worry about competitive bullshit and just do and have a lot of fun mm-hmm. while doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's going to be different from the norm of the uh, 
uh, service games that we get lately. Um, but moving on uh, to our next topic here. So we had a Nindy's Direct last week mm-hmm. um, where they uh, re- revealed, well, not revealed, but they revealed oh, some, but God. they also showed off a bunch of games. But let, let, let's just face it. Let's face it. There's there's two things we need to talk about in this. Mm-hmm. The, the rest were, there's some cool stuff in there for oh, sure. Yeah. But the, the two things stood out. Cuphead coming to Switch on April 18th. And then Cadence of Hyrule is coming to Switch this spring. Oh, my God. That Nindy's Direct, those two games were the most notable. And quite honestly, it was one of the, it was the major reason why I absolutely kind of love that Nindy's Direct. Especially Mm -hmm. with that big old revelation of Cuphead being coming out this Nintendo Switch as in the next couple weeks, you know? Dude, playing Cuphead on my Switch, I've wanted that, and I never knew that was going to come out <laughs> on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I never even thought that was going to be possible, because that's a no. Microsoft exclusive game. Yeah, they paid for that game. Wow. And that just shows you how crazy, how on friendly terms Nintendo and Microsoft are right now. Can you just believe that? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. If you, yeah, you know, it's like... A year ago, if you would have asked me this, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe this would happen. But I don't know, man. Gaming's weird nowadays. Gaming is so. freaking weird. We go from the whole playground rivalries and Nintendo and Sega, and then like with Sony and stuff, and all of a sudden it's involved into what it currently is right now with Microsoft and Nintendo being all buddy buddy and stuff, and having people having them like have you know Microsoft lending Nintendo like certain game characters or something like that, or even fucking like their own games. Because Cuphead was one of the rumored games for a while of going to be coming to Switch. The other one was like Ori and the Blind Forest. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, please let it be true. Oh my gosh. And apparently there's supposed to be some sort of Xbox Live integration with Cuphead, which they haven't revealed yet. Yeah, I think you get, uh, I think the rumor is you, get, you can get achievement points. Oh my god, dude. I wonder, if you own that game on Xbox Live, I wonder what would happen if you had a, like... Would you be eligible to download the Switch or, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have to pay for it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's it's definitely incredible where we're at in 2019 as gaming goes, as far as with Cuphead coming. Um, but that it's it's the perfect if you're gonna put that thing on anything else, being on the Switch makes the most sense. Um, yeah, it's already on PC. I, it's no way. There's no you know there's. No reason to put it on PS4 if you're Microsoft. Um, and putting it on the Switch is just, it, it makes sense. It's a perfect handheld game um, for that. If that game was easier, if there's easy mode for this game, I would, I would, I would, I would pick it up. I'd buy a game. Oh, play my it, God, that not, game. So. I, oh, man. I have not touched that game since initially when I bought it on Steam. I played through a couple of, like, I played through the first, that first, like, uh, portion, that first world. Went across in the second stuff, and I finished up a boss and stuff. I was getting distracted by other games, but I never returned to it. Like, an idiot, because I do that stuff all the time. But, uh, oh my god, I'd be more prone to play it on the Nintendo Switch. On a console where it's like I could just have it in handheld mode and just chip away at it. Oh, man. Yeah, Man, that music's so freaking fantastic, too. And what about that reveal Mm -hmm. trailer, dude? That was funny as shit. Yeah. So, Gates of Hyrule uh, coming to the Switch. Um, I never played the the Necromancer game, but I uh, heard it's great. Um, 
But no, I, oh man, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, I'm in. I'm in. It's, oh my it's gosh. Awesome. You got to play it. Oh yeah. It looks fantastic. It looks great. Uh, I can't wait to play that. Especially, like, I love the music and like uh, the Hyrule Warriors. And yes. Stuff. But it's just kind of like a, a like a heavy metal version of Zelda. So to hear this um, and like to see the gameplay of it, I'm like, okay, this this seems like a blast. I think like Crypt the Necromancer initially is like a dungeon crawler that you match to the beat of the music and stuff. Yeah. So, so man. Um, yeah, it definitely does sound like freaking interesting, especially with the whole Zelda character aspect that they added inside there. Another freaking Zelda appearance that we had no idea was going on. Yeah, so it's awesome to see this and just what Nintendo's willing to do with their IP. Like they didn't, they don't, they don't need to do this, but you know, it's like fuck it, they, they trust people to do some crazy shit with their stuff. Yep, and it looks fantastic. So, um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to to check that game out when it comes out. Um, and there's another game that, that I can't remember what's called. I forgot what it's called, but it was a, uh, it's like a pinball platformer i don't know if you saw that one pinball platformer yeah, yeah. it was like a top down pinball it looked it looked awesome that, that was, that was crazy called. looking you know i've seen pinball games in the past that uh, ele- that included elements of other types of genres like for example on the nes there was a uh, there was a game by the name of pinball quest by jaleco where oh, yeah. it was basically part like almost like an RPG and like a pinball game. It was crazy weird. But uh you know, just hearing the aspect of a pinball platformer, that's just insane to me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that game I can't wait to play that game. That comes out I think sometime this summer. So I wanna check that one out. I wish I remember the name of it to give it credit, but I can't I don't. Uh but moving on to our last topic. Um so PlayStation had their like their own personal like Nintendo Direct now, uh, called State of Play. Um, it was only like twenty minutes, uh, kind of a perfect, like uh, nice little runtime. Yeah. Uh, it it I thought it ran together really smooth, um, but it, it mainly just talked about uh, a lot of VR stuff was announced, um, and then they like Iron Man VR was shown off. Uh, there's a game called Concrete Genie, which I don't know if it's ever been revealed before. Right. Um, that's coming this fall. We got a lot more game, uh, gameplay trailer and some stuff about Days Gone. It ended weirdly with a Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Did you did you check this out at all? I did check out that whole PlayStation Experience sort of thing where it's like it it was kind of like a lukewarm thing in general. I understood like uh, their initial appeal. They wanted to try to aim for the audience that bought a PlayStation VR or something. They wanted to show a lot of the games that they were supporting through PlayStation VR, the whole Iron Man VR stuff, plus uh, just really nailing the that uh, that point across where, hey, this game has VR support for through PlayStation VR. Here, you bought this $300 item or something like that. Here, here's more content for it because, hey, we're not going to discontinue this anytime soon sort of vibe. Kind of like... Uh, how they supported like what was it the PlayStation Vita for like freaking a year and a half and just quit mm. just quickly just unplugged it trying not to try to burn people after spending so much money on playing like buying that but uh, honestly I kind of felt that this was sort of disappointing and sort of their first overall experience I wasn't expecting the the moon or anything else in terms of uh, promising content or this and that. There was very minimal I saw that was kind of interesting. There was that one platformer that uh, I was looking at that looked pretty 
cool. It was uh, sort of like a paintbrush sort of style and stuff. That you're like doing like various like, gra- I think it was either graffiti or whatever. Uh, concrete genie. Yeah, concrete genie. I thought that looked pretty interesting in terms of its pre- visual presentation. I'm kind of interested in seeing how well this game will perform in sort of in terms of a gameplay. Whether it's going to be like a generic platformer or it's going to have some interesting gimmicks to it. Um, let's see. I felt that it did end on a weird note with Mortal Kombat 11 and the reveal of, the, like, legacy character, Like, the past characters, let's say, like, a Liu Kang and, like, all these few... I thought the initial, uh, trailer for this was really freaking perfect, where it's like you had this, like, this this crazy music playing and stuff, and then you have the past meet the present and stuff in terms of, like, Johnny Cage and, like, Liu Kang and all yeah. these other... Like past and like future selves teaming up with each other or beating the crap out of each other. It, it was, it was really entertaining in terms of that. And uh, it, while it was a good trailer, it was a weird way to end that experience, that PlayStation presentation. Personally, or we yeah. should just call it just simply what it was—a PlayStation Direct. Yeah, um, I, I I've been hounding for years that I think everybody should just do these from now on. So I'm not gonna knock it too much. It was the first one. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I. I. I can't, it was weird because you, you go into not knowing what to expect. Like, are you we expecting something like we just had this awesome direct last month from Nintendo? Yeah. Um, should we expect something like that, or should we like? Uh, should we expect like what we got? Should we expect something less? Like it was. It was hard to like. You know, it's like every Nintendo direct that we have, where it's just like everything in your mind when they get, when they tell you it's happening. It's like you think of like, okay, they're gonna announce. Uh, we're gonna get Earthbound three here. We're gonna get Metroid Prime four. We're gonna get all of these things, and it's like you get so overhyped that it, even if it's a really good one, it doesn't quite live up to it because you just pipe up too much. Um, right. I feel like that was the case a little bit for a lot of people, including myself. Um, but I, I being a VR owner, there's definitely some cool shit I want to check out, like the Iron Man VR game. Looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Concrete Genie was a standout for me. I think for a lot of people. Um. More days gone in Mortal Kombat 11. I've already bought them. And paid for them. <laughs> so, I, I, Mortal Kombat 11 was take my money as soon as I found out the game existed. Uh, oh, yeah. So. As far as Mortal Kombat 11 goes and stuff, I've actually been talking a, a bit with my friends and stuff like that. And uh, quintessentially, I've been like circulating the idea with them. It's like, hey, we should just try it. If one of us gets like Mortal Kombat 11 or something like that, we should all just like get like a whole freaking gameplay night or something like that just do like a fucking tournament or some shit <laughs> yes that, that'd be awesome um but yeah i don't know i thought i thought it worked out really well i thought it was it was cool and they said they're gonna do more of them uh so maybe eventually it can be like a like a normal nintendo direct where some of them you just get like some a bunch of small stuff maybe with a little bit of like some more information on games to know about but uh, i don't know I, I thought so far for the first one it was pretty good um and I think it's cool. Like, we, like I think Xbox is inside Xbox now. We have State of Play and we have the Drex. Yeah. So I think we got a good balance. That's what Google can call their Drex. Stadia Arcadia. <laughs> <laughs> we got them. Oh, that would be so Figured perfect. That's a freebie for you guys, Google. <laughs> um, you can keep that one. Uh, <laughs> you can just hear so, them yeah. just like go through as soon as this thing goes live and stuff. Just do a little Google thing. It's like... Okay, Stadia, Arcadia, trademark. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. We lost millions, Gables. We lost millions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, uh, thought it was cool. Um, but Gables, it's getting very late. So okay. 
I think we're going to wrap up the show here. We'll save the, what we've been playing for next week. Okay, no cool problem. I'm perfectly right, fine you. with that, man. I mean, hell, right. both of us are recording during the weekday. We both have to go to work early the next morning, so it's like mm-hmm. understandable, 100%, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am. It's, it's about bedtime for me. So um, thank you guys for listening. Sorry if we, we were gone for so long. Uh, hopefully it won't happen again. Uh, let's see if I remember how to do this part. But if you guys want to check us out more places, we have a Facebook page and group, Drunk Dancers Podcast. Like and join us on there. On Twitter, at Drunk Dance Pod. Follow us on there at twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Uh, follow us on there? Yes. Yes. Follow us on there. Follow him on there, rather. Um, on YouTube, Drunk Dash Nerds. Subscribe, please. Give us a big thumbs up um, on all of our podcasts we put on there. And also leave us a comment. Uh, iTunes and Spotify for sure. Subscribe, please. Subscribe and follow. Five stars. Uh, leave us a comment. God damn it. I did it, Gables. Yeah, you did. And one try, yes. too. <laughs> oh, boy. That was, that was, that was tough. Um, but, yeah, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I was host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, I hope you have yourself a fun week. I hope you play a bunch of great games. And, hell, even if you don't, I hope that you will enjoy another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast fairly soon. Uh, hey, hey, cables. Yes. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.